Welcome to the first, I almost said first annual, but hopefully it comes out a little more frequently than that. The first edition of the uh, Reasonably Speedy podcast. I'm uh, David Lefkowitz, uh, speaking and not writing this time. Um, I'm coming to you from a uh, from a public library study room. I feel a little bit bad. I kicked out some guys planning an anime convention, but in my defense, uh, I did have the room reserved. So, you know, that's kind of on them, I think. Um, but I am joined by uh, two members or maybe one member and one member emeritus. I'm not really sure of the Virginia Tech running club. Uh, my Strava reply guys Wyatt mm, Thomas yeah. and Ben Darden. Is Ben, did you graduate? I'm not actually sure. I did, but I'm coming back. Okay, you're a grad student? Mm. Okay, nice. So yeah, do y'all want to introduce yourselves a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, so again, my name is Wyatt. Um, I am part of the Virginia Tech Club XCTF team. I'm also the president this upcoming year, and I'm a known Ben Darden hater and religious follower. All right, I'm Ben. I'm the two-time uh, men's distance captain for the tech club team, and I am a known Wyatt Thomas criticizer. All right. Yeah. So we've got some built-in discourse, it sounds like, already. This will be the... Uh, well, yeah. He's my roommate, so... Yeah, yeah. we live together. That, that's, that's always going to uh, add some tension to uh, whatever, <laughs> to, uh, to any situation. But the... Uh, so yeah, y'all are uh, tech distance, and you have both finished pretty well at various NERCA national events too, right? I'd say this as someone who's never run a NERCA <laughs> national event, but... Yeah, uh, I was able to get six in both the 15 and the 5K. Um, ben has been ankle hurdy for a while, but he's done well. He did well in cross and also in 2022. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice. I, uh, a little bit of context for uh, me. I started reasonably speedy in gosh november 2021 now i guess uh well it's always been november 2021 but it's about a year and a half now which is kind of wild uh, or at least that's when the idea came uh, and i started working on it i think the first issue went out in january or february of 22 um and then it was pretty good about the weekly uh weekly newsletter updates pretty good in uh heavy scare quotes, depending on uh, what point of 2022 you were talking about. Um, and then graduated, uh, went and got a real job uh, and found out that uh, working takes up a lot of time. But uh, due to some unforeseen work circumstances, um, by which I mean getting laid off, uh, I've got a lot more time now. Uh, which is good because I want to devote time to things like this. I started running when I was already in college. Uh, I am not uh, even reasonably speedy, I would say, but I, emphasis on the reasonable, uh, less so on the speedy. But I really, I joined uh, club running and I joined Team Blitz over at William Mary in 2020 October 2020 so it was a weird time to be joining a club but had a great time loved it as soon as I started competing in NERCA events when they, those came back I kind of realized 
how special uh, this league is, this sort of uh, collection of athletes is, uh, and the fact that there was a lot to talk about and no one was covering it. Um, and sort of it's, it's been, it's been fun from there, but the, now that I am, I'm still working, but you know, it's, it's harder to get me to, to pour a lot of energy into work when they've already told me I'm getting laid off at some indeterminate, but near quickly approaching date. So I'm, I'm starting to focus a lot more of my time, uh, here again, and the newsletter is going to return uh, on Monday, which we're recording this on Saturday. Uh, and then this, this episode will likely come out. I think we're thinking Wednesday. So, um, you know, it will be two days ago as you're listening to this, uh, but it's coming back for good this time. It's going to be about summer training. Uh, I've got a lot of, uh, distance, and sprint training, uh, training chairs, you know, heads of captains of various clubs uh, in my DMs right now explaining their thought processes uh, on summer training. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then I think we have some, I don't know if it's controversy to wade into, but some, uh, some discussions to be had about Nats. So Ben, you were the distance, uh, the head of the distance captain for tech for several years, you said, right? Yeah. So this, this coming year would be my second. Okay. Yeah. So does that entail writing, uh, like planning out training for, mm-hmm. uh, for the summer? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, I have noticed a lot of the most, you know, a lot of the more competitive clubs do have a, uh, a summer training, at least guideline for their athletes if not a plan do, do y'all do something like that mm-hmm. yeah we're pretty transparent with it you can find it on our, on our website if you're ever curious we we have our webmaster redesigned our website and made it look really nice and we keep it updated basically weekly mm-hmm. and and what sort of what's your what would you say the primary focus of summer training is is, is it just like getting anything done when you don't have a team to run with or is it are there some things you keep in mind when you're sort of blocking things out it's mainly just consistency like it's the summer and we're club athletes so it's not like i'm expecting everyone to get back when we're back at school and in amazing shape but it's like just getting out the door at least three to three times a week just doing something on your legs Mm -hmm. but obviously the more competitive guys will be out training like as if we were on the actual college team but that's just going back to the scope of NERCA you have that wide variety yeah absolutely and do you have is the the sort of recommended the recommended training uh is it are you giving them workouts or is there like a if you're running this many days a week do this if you're running this many miles a week do this how do you how do you break that up when you're dealing with that sort of wide birth of commitment um, I've broken up into like more of a higher mileage plan and a lower mileage plan. They're pretty much the same other than just some of the intensity and then obviously the volume. So the higher mileage plan is more for like the guys who really want to be competitive in the fall. And the lower mileage, is, it does do still have some workouts, but it's not quite as intense. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, y'all, uh, 
y'all are we're, all three of us are in Virginia. Uh, and I, I know Blacksburg's a little bit better on the humidity front than, uh, than Richmond is. I, I'm going to, you're going to hear a lot of complaining from me, uh, more so the farther into summer we get, but I mean, just running consistently in that humidity, the first day, the temperature drops, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to feel fitter though. Na- Cross country nationals this past year in Richmond, uh, that was a bit of a bait and switch uh, on, on everyone, though. That was so bad. Yeah, i I didn't. I ran two k of a six k, and I was, I was, uh, it was brutal. But y'all, y'all both ran eight k's. Uh, had it, uh-huh. it had gotten cooler. Oh, it was then, more. Than 8K. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, yeah. A bit more than an eight k. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Pole green is the, is the classic course around here. And, but it had, there'd been a tropical storm the day before, and then it was randomly 80 degrees in, uh, in November, which is that's Richmond, that's Virginia for you. But when, uh, thankfully it wasn't muddy as far as I could tell, but the, uh, all that water from the tropical storm, uh, was, uh, evaporating from the field as everyone was running so by the time the like freshmen and sophomores ran it was like a cool 65 and not humid anymore but for the for the main races uh for for the most competitive races it was i mean just watching them was brutal i can only imagine racing them yeah i mean i i've learned because we had a very similar environment for a very first race of the season at panorama farms oh yeah and like i made the mistake of like going out a little too hot and i really suffered at the end and so i tried you know going out a little more conservatively and like trying to save some energy but that wasn't even enough for me like i it was just it was so brutal for me at least that i had already like mentally given up just a couple K into the race. And like, I wanted, I reached the point where I wanted to move faster, but my body just had nothing left to give at the very end. Yeah. I mean that we got, I I will say as a spectator for that race, there were some pretty spectacular uh, bonks to watch Mm -hmm. because it was a looped course. Uh, Obviously I wasn't rooting for anyone to bonk, but it was, there was a bit of schadenfreude uh just me being gleeful i was an old fart who wasn't allowed to run the race anyway um but uh yeah that was that was so and i mean luckily nurka stays 8k through nationals if they did the ncaa thing where they bumped you to 10k i think it would have been that would have been so bad that would have been like a hazard that would have been i mean it was hot um and i i know i was just gonna say that they also for some reason didn't have enough ice for anyone so like my my parents came down to visit they had to go and like buy a bunch of ice for um the emergency services and they left and got more ice as well um so i don't nurka did not plan that well unfortunately for just like the level of heat and humidity yeah your number of people which I mean, it, I think it caught everyone a little off guard of just, Definitely. 
I mean, I live here and I was furious when I woke up that morning and checked the weather, but uh, certainly I felt, I felt pretty bad for the Midwestern teams who had been running, you know, in like 40 degree weather for the last month at that point, And then were dropped into uh, <laughs> Richmond heat and humidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you had the Northeastern guys from, they're from Boston and they still crushed everyone. That's true. Uh, That's a good point. Uh, And I mean, uh, yeah, in fact, let's see. I think who got second as a team? Was it? uh, Uh, Cal Poly. Cal Poly. So probably used to heat, but not humidity. But it was, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was a race. And I mean, at least was it, uh, I'm blanking on his name, but was was he from MSU? Somebody did. Yeah. uh, Tyler Mewson. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was, I saw on Strava later, but uh, which was, that was the thing itself. So it was, it was a definitely uh, a race to be gutted out. And from what I understand of this coming cross country Nats, uh, is it in Chicago? Am I right? Indiana. The, say again? Shelbyville, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's at what? What's the name? Blue River. Yeah. Yeah. Blue River Cross Country Course, which is where I believe their regionals were were held this past year. Um, Which, from what I heard, that course. Yeah, it's not. It's that course has its own can of worms. I think they. Someone told me it's around a landfill, or at least parts of it are. So there are some uh, smell factors to be considered. I think I I'm getting, I think I'm getting that right. There was one of the 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 regionals that all the Michigan teams had to run, uh, which I believe you know that's all part of the Great Lakes region. Uh, <laughs> talked about at least parts of it involving a landfill, uh, and so hopefully I'm wrong. And any Michigan people who <laughs> may be listening to this. Uh, explain maybe maybe i'm confused but i i hope i'm wrong for the sake of all y'all running um i don't i don't remember it smelling too bad at least <laughs> um it, the course is very boring though mm-hmm. it, yeah. like you end up going around the same place like four times again it's a little bit long mm-hmm. there's like just a couple hills um, but it's definitely a fast course i mean I, i'm pretty sure nick wolk ran like 24 40 and with the course being long, it added like about 40 seconds Wow! extra. Dang. I mean, yeah. And that race uh, with, with Nick Wolk and was, was that the one where Eldon Warner was right on his heels? Uh, yeah. Until they lost 400. Yeah, that was a, that was a fast race as it was. Um, but yeah, so that'll be, that'll be cool to see uh, it go back to that course considering um i mean nick wolk is now just pittsburgh track club mm-hmm. uh he's not running nurk anymore i believe eldon warner uh Graduated. yeah i mean he was a grad student this past year but i think he'll be done as well from what i understand mm-hmm. um noah scott will probably be back from what from what i know um but it'll it'll be uh it'll be a new a new uh guard showing up at shelbyville which will be cool um but mm-hmm doubling back just really quickly to sort of wrap up the summer training discussion. Uh, Wyatt, you're having to run 
Ben's plan. Am I correct in that? Yeah. Not having to, but you are running the plan. Mm-hmm. From uh, how are you feeling about it right now from an athlete's perspective? I mean, it's pretty good. I, I've My high school coaching was really weird. Like when I was in track season, um, my third, we went through like three different coaches. My third and final track coach, our track workouts couldn't be longer than 4,000 meters. Um, so like I never really got into the full groove of like the college training until I, like I got here and Ryan Vargo, our men's distance captain, my freshman year, like he did a really good job and he has like a similar style to Ben, but like I, I kind of accepted the fact that Ben knows how to train me better than I know how to train myself. And I basically just annoy him by texting him saying, how far should I go? What pace? And if I go too fast, then he'll text me, which out of 12 days, he's only had to do once so far, which is good. But I know I, I personally enjoy Ben's training a lot. And I know a lot of our members do as well, because a lot of them follow it. I mean, right now it's kind of hard to not follow just your mileage at this point, but soon we'll start having our workouts and everything. And I know that, um, like, come race season that I'll be pretty good to go and he's been has learned from his mistakes not mistakes but areas of improvement from the past um and knows what needs to be improved upon from last year's iteration yeah that's the nice thing about this being my second year I kind of figured out what worked well and what didn't work well from last year like okay what can I change this year to kind of get our guys better prepared Mm-hmm. And, how, and how intense do those workouts get? I mean, uh, is it just like the odd, is it pretty sort of standard, like aerobic tempo type stuff? Or do you throw a couple rippers in there just to sort of keep people on their toes? In the summer, it's mostly just aerobic tempos. Every now and then we'll do a little bit more like just turnover based stuff. But that's just to kind of break up the monotony of four mile tempo, five mile tempo, part like just mm-hmm. to kind of keep things a little fresh. Yeah, that makes sense. Keep some, keep some speed in your legs. I, uh, yeah, I'm not on the, uh, the college cycle anymore. Uh, I never really was, I guess, considering when I started, but I, it has been fun watching everyone's, you know, sort of get back in the groove of things. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, at least last year following all the summer training, uh, from folks around, uh, around the country, there were some, there were definitely some weeks where you would check and realize someone had hit like a hundred miles, someone hit 110 and, or somebody had, you know, done like an eight mile temp, you know, it's, it's fun to watch when I'm not the one having to suffer through it. I have to say. <laughs> right now, the leaderboard's pretty low. Um, Andrew Secular Monk Qual is only at 57.8, but last year, Mr. Easter Bunny, Andrew Yee of Ohio State was at 90 miles with a total running time of 10 and a half hours so he he's on another level sometimes yeah i there's some there's some high mileage especially in the midwest i feel like there mm-hmm. there's some high mileage uh folks uh there, there were some uh there were some folks up at pit too who had hit some pretty ridiculous weeks um but yeah so that's when you say the leaderboard do you mean the reasonably speedy like the strava club yeah, sometimes Ben and I will just kind of like it's just scroll through, through there. 
it's yeah. it's, it's fun to watch uh you know again sort of myself not you have beat my training being its own thing i mean somebody uh somebody from the uh ohio state club i believe her name is carissa widenhouse um but she ran like a 50 mile race in the middle of last summer that I, I just saw on the Strava club, the, uh, Cole, uh, Cole P. Bishop. Yes. Cole, Cole Bishop ran the, uh, ran the 70 some mile race. Uh, that wasn't over the summer, but Jeez. yeah. And I mean, there's, um, I thought the Michigan guys just did some marathon like last week. Yeah. Like some half and full marathon. I think one of the guys, mm. did, like, a... yeah. Aiden Bastillo ran uh, in the 230s, I believe, um, yeah. like low 230s. Just on their 230. Yeah, and also, I mean, while we're talking about the long stuff, Shay, I'm blanking on her last name, but from uh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Why did I say it like <laughs> in French? Uh, who is, you know, a really good ultra runner, like nationally a very good ultra runner. I believe I read she made a, a world team or a national team oh wow uh which oh, yeah. i need to uh, do some the u.s mountain not the u.s the world mountain yeah intro championship of this year so i'm going to be reaching out to her to talk about that in the near future because i think i can't i'll need to crowdsource someone to back me up on this but i believe that i feel like that has to be the first active nurka participant to make a world team oh, wh- while being while also competing in nurka hmm. yeah Um, yeah so with those sort of future competitions in mind uh i know the other thing we had on the slate to talk about today was uh nurka recently sent out sort of a a survey uh about track nationals this past year as i understand it um and this was open to everyone right wyatt it wasn't just presidents no i believe it was just people that are on that that nurka has as club officers Okay. Um, so they sent out, um, it's called the NERCA Spring Nats Perspective Questionnaire. Um, and they just, they just wanted to know like how Nats was, which I mean, there's really no way you can understand how an event goes unless you ask people. So like, you know, I, I try to do my due diligence and like, you know, tell them what worked well. Cause I mean, you can definitely see the differences between 2023 and 2022 NAS. But the one thing that caught my attention was they had something where they basically were talking about ways to possibly shorten track NAS and mm-hmm. some of the, excuse me, some of the ideas they had were implementing qualifying standards, limiting the number of events an athlete can, can sign up for and hosting the 5,000 meter run as a road race near the track. So those really caught me off guard. So I think we're gonna discuss a little bit of those and um, maybe some implications as well. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, you, you said that we talked about this briefly just when you sent us this uh, form. Uh, I, I know there's, there's a lot to balance there for NERCA uh and sort of having a an efficiently balancing having an efficiently run uh national meet with also sort of the club the d4 spirit as it were mm-hmm. um and i i mean i 
I see that even writing the newsletter, sort of balancing the fact that I'm trying to cover the events of the league, uh, while also not only covering fast people, because I mean, I, I think we're all in agreement that that's sort of the fun part of club is that it's for everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, just going down the list of the options they threw out there, um, Qualifying standards make a lot of sense, but they also just feel like they go against the spirit in -hmm. some ways, at least to me. I'd be curious to hear what y'all think. Yeah, I mean, like, my, like, the whole reason why I, you know, especially, like, I love being a president, well, will be the president of this club, is that, like, it's President-elect. Yeah, president-elect. It's such a big um community and like I never want to like when I talk to people who are like kind of on the fence about joining a club the thing that usually like pushes them over the edge and makes them want to join is that everything is optional and there are no there's no cuts there's no tryouts um so like you know we really want to be an inclusive environment I feel like that's kind of what how NERCA started out as and like I understand that you know, the, the club is, or NERCA itself is growing a lot, but, you know, I, like, I have a lot of athletes ask me, like, oh, are there qualifying standards for NAS? And I, you know, like, I always have to repeat, no. And if I ever had to, like, kind of, like, switch my answer and say, yeah, sorry, we can't bring you because you don't hit the qualifying mark, like, that just doesn't really feel right to me. Um. Yeah, so I I don't like I can understand where they're coming from, but just to like be such an inclusive environment and kind of cater to all seeds, like then you know, it kind of like it sets a strange precedent of kind of where you want to take NERCA. Yeah, I absolutely I mean I think it especially speaking as someone who i mean i i never ran a track nats just because i've had to i've had to work for every nats that i've been eligible for uh but if there were any qualifying standards implemented during the time i was running nurka i would never have qualified for nats uh i feel very confident in saying um but i mean uh, like you said it seems like the the spirit of the thing is that everyone gets to run a national meet uh, everyone gets to go hang out, uh, take the road trip. I know y'all took what two full vans this year, uh, like six, seven, I think. Yeah, whole yeah. fleet. So you know, I mean, that's that seems like that's especially for maybe the folks who aren't competing for all American or podium. The going, the getting to go and run is the yeah. is the thing. And but. Like you said, also the implementing a limit on how many events each individual person could run. I don't see that making the event that much more efficient and it just eliminates. um, I know several clubs do it and they all have their own name for the challenge, but uh, the fun stuff people do are like the people who run every event and their only goal is to not get last in any event. Uh, I know at least one, I believe it's Ohio State calls it the Iron Man uh competition we we yeah we, we actually started that oh, okay um, so the, yeah the story goes back to Our club did. 
Sorry, you can explain it, Ben. So our our club is the one who started it. I think it was 2018. He was the vice president at the time. It was uh, Colin Mann. Last name M-A-M-A-N-N. Shout out. His junior year, like, I'm going to do every single track event, and I can't get last. And it was dubbed the Ironman Challenge. He did his junior year and his senior year. And then last year, we had two guys from our club who did it. One guy successfully completed it. And this year, we had another guy who did it. And we noticed just looking at the entry lists, like, oh, there are other clubs who are also doing it. Yes. I think Wisconsin had a couple. Purdue had a couple. I don't I think Penn State had one. Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State might have had a girl who tried it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that almost feels more in line with the quote-unquote club spirit than than actually compete. I mean, obviously, the competition's awesome. But, like, I think that would be a significant loss if people can't sort of do that sort of thing anymore. Um, But, I, I mean, the one that... I think immediately stands out as the most egregious option is eliminating the 5,000 altogether and doing a road 5k nearby because one, they already have a road 5k competition on the same day and two or on the same weekend. And two, that that one bothers me. Yeah. It's really strange. It's just because like, you know, having the fast section or all the sections of 5k, like I, I love watching 5k's. I know that they're really time consuming but a lot of people go just to race the 5k on the track. So kind of moving it to be a road race, I feel like would eliminate the incentive for some people, which I mean, in terms of time reduction, yes, it's effective, but I mean, in terms of like enjoying, because you know, NERC is for the people. Yes. And so, you know, if you're trying to, you know, for one of the biggest events, I mean, 15 and 5K, like we, you know, NERCA started out as a distance club. Um, so just taking away basically the staple distance event and making it something completely different altogether is just, it's a, a bit weird in my opinion. Um, and I feel like they're, I, I don't know what exactly, um, like other methods there are to like, making it a more time effective meet, but I feel like the options they laid out aren't the best. Yeah. Not at all. But even if you look at, if you compare how long uh, NERCA takes compared to like BNCA regional, East regionals, it's, they're kind of comparable. So it's like, if why does NERCA not seem to be shorter? Yeah, I mean, that was sort of my next question is to both of y'all, since you have been to several NERCA track nationals, uh, do they feel over long? No, I mean, I think one of the main thing is like, you know, it's a nine hour drive from Blacksburg to Olivet. So, you know, the earlier we're able to get out on day two, the earlier we're able to get home. So, you know, I'm still dropping people off at like midnight. So like, I can understand, you know, getting people back earlier is better but also like I feel like if you're willing to drive to all of it Michigan I feel like you're willing to stay for the time required well exactly and you want that time to be worth it I mean an 18 hour round trip for a two-day meet I feel like is a much easier sell honestly than an 18 hour round trip for a one-day meet Um, because again it's part of the experience and it gives people time to hang out meet up meet folks from other clubs do 
you know, whatever homework for the classes they're shirking by being there. Uh, Cause it is always in the middle of exam season, but that's unavoidable. Um, yeah. I don't, I would almost be curious to, I would like to see them if they want to get creative with it. Um, I feel like honestly, just making the road championships more prominent and more interesting might just encourage more people to do that instead if they if you know because i think a lot of people uh in the club world for various reasons actually really have their eyes on the road more than the track um and if you know if they did some more interesting stuff with the road championships because it already sort of serves as people by picking one or the other, neither one is that, uh, is over, overfilled. Um, there's a lot of cool options with like four by five K relay, uh, or, uh, maybe instead of, a since they're doing a track five K instead of doing five K, uh, road half marathon do 10 K road half marathon, because mm-hmm. there's no track 10 K, um, you know, there, I think there's a lot of, you do like an Ekaden, like a road relay style event. Um, Yeah. I think there's a lot of really cool options that they could explore there that would not add that much in the way of logistics uh, Mm -hmm. and certainly not cost on Nurka's end. And it would wind up, you know, more people would probably wind up going uh, the the roads towards the roads anyway. Uh, Cause that's the other thing about making the track 5k, um, a road event is I think for a lot of folks, you know, anyone can sign up for a local road race, a road 5k rather. And, uh, you know, again, if you're not competing for like a national type, uh, or it's one 5k road, 5k is kind of like every other road 5k. Um, but a lot of people outside of NERCA are unless again, they're fast enough to be competing at college meets, uh, or NCAA meets rather, uh, aren't going to get another good opportunity to run a track 5k in a, like a very enthusiastic meet environment. So I think getting rid of that would be a pretty significant blow to what nationals is. Um, well, I think, uh, my zoom is telling me I need to wrap it up because I do not have zoom premium, but we've had a, I think that's a good sort of cursory talk for, uh, for today. Thank you guys for joining me for this first episode and i uh you know uh if anyone has made it this far at this point uh to all of us figuring out how to do a podcast uh thank you for listening uh i've been david lefkowitz that's been wyatt and ben uh this is a reasonably speedy podcast at least that is the name we're sticking to right now unless we come up with a better one Uh, when she was an American girl